You're listening to episode 170 of the FitzPro podcast, and today we are going over mindset shifts that I think are very specific to entrepreneurs and even more specific to entrepreneurs in the online space. So if that is for you, these are personal mindset shifts that I have either learned from other people or I have had to come to myself. So hopefully it is helpful for you. Without further ado, let's dive in. The FitzPro Podcast is your no BS approach to seeking out truth in the world that is online health and fitness. You'll see through the lens of the trainer, the trainee, and the entrepreneur. I'm your host, Annie Miller, certified strength and conditioning specialist, entrepreneur, lover of sleep, lattes, and dinosaurs, aka not your average FitzPro. And my aim is to help you grow your mind, body, and business through knowledge and authenticity so that you too can become a FitzPro. Because we are talking about entrepreneurs, if you are here for the business side of things, which I assume that you are, make sure to check out my free on-demand workshop, Your Biz Your Way, Three Steps to Build a Profitable Online Health and Fitness Business. The show notes always have the link to register for that free workshop, but you can also go to anniemiller.co slash workshop dash register. And while you are over on the site, regardless of if you are an entrepreneur, if you are a coach, if you are a trainee, hit up anniemiller.co backslash resources for all of the other free things that you can get from me that I have created over the years. Lastly, I would like to thank Legion Athletics. They are the number one brand of all natural sports supplements in the world. They are also the sponsor of this podcast. So my personal favorites when I am not pregnant at the time of this podcast, I am with child. Uh, But when I am not, their creatine which is their recharge. It's their post-workout, but you can take it any time of day. It's most important that you're taking it at the same time per day um, and that you're taking it every day, even on days that you aren't training. So there's a little tidbit on creatine if you are unsure about that. Um, Their creatine as well as their whey protein are my kind of go-to faves. And then their non-stim pre-workout, their stimulated pre-workout has, I think, 350 milligrams of caffeine in it. And that is just... That's just more than I need in like a whole day, you know? So um, if you are looking for caffeine, absolutely do their stimulant one. Um, But their non-stim is still amazing, still helps you with um, energy and lack of fatigue during your workout. So highly recommend all of those products. You know that my favorite thing about Legion is their 100% formula transparency. They are also 100% naturally sweetened. So no extra crap, very straightforward from this brand, which is why I love them so much. They also have a 100% money back guarantee. So if you are skeptical, I get it. Um, Go to buylegion.com, B-U-Y legion.com and use code Annie at checkout to save 20% off your first order. And if you already love Legion, but you would like to use my code just to show me some love, you will also get double Legion reward points. All right, let's go ahead and jump right into these mindset shifts. The first one is just because someone else does it or doesn't do it doesn't mean that you should or shouldn't do it. I follow a very, very, very successful business owner, world known, who still edits his own podcasts and content. He does not have a team outside of, you know, coaches that actually work in his company. Um, And I think he has like a marketing manager. And that's it that I know of that he has shared. And he's very transparent. I know another female colleague who is similar 
does everything herself, still edits and uploads all of her own content. She still writes all of the programming, still works with clients as well, etc., etc. These examples hit home with me personally because I am that entrepreneur who really is and has been every possible role in her business. And I enjoy doing a lot of aspects that someone else could technically do. I am not the best video editor or podcast editor, but I have learned these skills and I take pride in doing them. I enjoy doing them. Now that can change as priorities change. I have the time to do these things right now. In the future, perhaps I pay someone else to do them. Maybe when I have the baby, I want somebody else to you know, manage my podcast for me. I could totally see that happening. I just can't tell you the amount of times that I've looked up podcast managers. And for me, the price that people charge for what I would want is just absolutely unequivocally not worth it to me right now in this season. It's not that big of a deal for me to take 15 minutes to edit my podcast and upload it, you know? So my point is I've had mentors tell me to outsource things and I choose not to. I tend to trust my gut and I feel pretty aware of how I spend my time in my business. If something is taking more time than it's probably worth in my business, um, I will address that. And, you know, looking at where profits come from. On the flip side, if you see someone taking an approach to an area of their business and a little voice in your head says, you should be doing that too, I encourage you to question that little voice. It happens to all of us, by the way. So maybe it does make sense for you. Maybe it doesn't. It's very important for you to figure out the motive behind that feeling. Is it something that is like, oh, wow, no, that would actually save me time and I should also be doing that. That would help me make more money in my business. Or is it from a place of insecurity where you are lacking clarity somewhere and because you see somebody else doing something, you think, oh my gosh, you know, it's like more of a FOMO, uh, fear of missing out, fear of not doing it right. And that's why you think you should be doing this thing. We want to make sure that that's not where we're operating from in business. So again, I am 100% for seeing something and saying, hmm, how could that work or apply for me? All for that. But if it's coming from a place of thinking you're behind or you're missing out, I would pump the brakes and find the truth in that. Uh, You know, you might just need to put on your blinders and get back to your own mission with a bit more focus, a bit more clarity. Uh, So again, if someone is doing something or not doing something, it doesn't mean that you have to do it or not. Even if, like I said, I have been told so many times that I need to outsource this or outsource that. It just doesn't seem worth it to me when I look at the money and what it would actually bring back to me, what it would cost me and what I would get back from it. So to each their own, um, that leads really well into the next shift, the next mindset shift. You're not behind. I will repeat that. You are not behind. I am not one for toxic positivity, which I do think is a thing, though I do think that perspective matters and is very powerful, and it can change the actions that we take, especially as business owners and entrepreneurs. In the online space, we are literally surrounded by highlight reels that very easily breed comparison. But the fact is, you are not behind. It it really is that simple. Your path is your path. It's not Susan's path. Susan's path has no bearing on your path. If you start today, 
or you choose to keep going today, you are right where you are supposed to be on your journey. And that is something you will need to circle back to over and over and over again in your belief system within your business, because it's yours. It's not Susan's. I would push into why that feeling of I'm behind is where that's coming from. Why are we having that? Uh, Where is the gap that is allowing that narrative to kind of seep in to your current mindset? And I do think that this is something, I think it happens outside of the online space. Of course, it's it's comparison essentially. But in the online space, I just think that this is very, very, very relevant. So if you can remind yourself that you're not behind and you can entertain that truth, I encourage you to do so. The next one is that you have what you need to start. And I would even say you have what you need in this season. What you need right now, you have. One of the biggest lies that entrepreneurs believe is that they need X in order to start or to be successful, or more often than not, it's just an excuse to stay put, quite frankly. Um, You will only ever make progress by using what you have to do what you can. I am a firm believer of that. There is literally always going to be room for growth. There's always something more that you could have. There's always some other way to level up. So just start and keep going with whatever you have in this season. Think of how you can do your best where you're at right now. My first videos, I want if you weren't paying attention, like, hello, pay attention. My first videos that I made and put on my website were made with, I kid you not, an underwater camera that we had. I debated making my first podcast episodes via voice memos on my iPhone, like literally just recording myself talking into my phone. But I did end up buying a $63 Samson mic uh, that I could travel with around the world because I did start my podcast mid-travels. So no fancy equipment needed to do any of that. Value is not determined by the production or by things. Those things can certainly take content to the next level. Absolutely. It adds a level of professionalism. It does, you know, maybe help with the client experience or the prospect experience of taking in that content. But the fact is that's not where the value is. You can provide value with what you have right now. That's what I want to get through to people. Value is not determined by things. You can provide value and build your portfolio now on whatever platform that looks like. And I feel very passionately about this because I really do see it as an excuse. I see it as a way for people to stay put when I want them to take action and when I know they want to take action. I believe that everyone has options and it is so much more about whether one is willing to make whatever sacrifices are necessary to start. Because yes, within options, there is likely going to be a sacrifice of something. uh, And it's your choice to weigh those options and decide what you want to do. Everybody has different privileges. Everybody has different options. um, But everyone does have a way to start, certainly in the Western world. So entertain that you have what you need in this season, wherever you are at. The next one is that the early days of business, really the early days of any endeavor, are the best time to fail. You have the least to lose and the most to gain when you are starting something new. I've talked about this before, um, but it just makes so much sense. You have the least experience 
when you are starting, which creates this weird dichotomy because you have the most room to fail, but you're also the most afraid to fail uh, because you have the least amount of confidence and you'll only gain the confidence by doing the thing. So it's this weird back and forth. Um, you know, you have the least amount of confidence and the least amount of clarity, and therefore it takes a lot more courage in the beginning to step up and share your message or do the thing. So courage is definitely needed. Uh, and I think, I hope that perspective helps, you know, being aware of the fact that like, oh, I don't have confidence because I haven't done this a lot. And the only way I'm going to get confidence is if I do it, if I practice, if I put in the reps and now I have the least amount of eyes on me. So I might as well go for it. So you might as well use that time to refine and figure out what works to throw some spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. You have the least to lose and the most to gain. So remember that if you are in those earlier years of business, the next one is that hiccups are part of the process. I've said this for almost a decade now. I try to teach all of my Fitzbros and my business clients inside Fitzpro foundations to expect mistakes, human mistakes and technological mistakes, because both are going to happen. We are humans running businesses, using technology to run business. We are going to send the wrong link. We're going to have typos. We're going to forget to do things. We're going to drop the ball from time to time. Technology is going to spaz out, not work, short circuit, whatever. Expecting these things to happen, the power in that is so that when they do happen, you can more easily roll with those punches. You're not so taken back when it happens and thrown off. But also know that between human error and technological issues, which will happen, it's not the end of the world. You will see how small these things really are uh, the more experience that you have with them. Resend the link, say oops, correct the typos, let it slide, move along. The next one is probably one of my favorite things to say to clients because it really does ground them, especially clients who I would say are more on the emotional side of things, not maybe as analytical as other entrepreneurs. And to be clear, you know, highly, highly um, emotion-driven people and highly analytical people can both be successful entrepreneurs. We just want to be aware of ourselves no matter no matter which way we function. So this one is don't marry your highs or your lows. Don't make decisions in the highs and lows. Neither of these define you or your success as a coach, and you're going to have both. You're going to have high months. You're going to have low months. You're going to have high seasons and low seasons. A massive part of the ride that is entrepreneurial roller coaster is revenue month to month. We have variable income most of the time as an online health and fitness professional. One of my business clients recently had her lowest and her highest months to date, back to back, one after the other. Another one of my Fitzbros just had her highest month yet, and it brought on for her the most money mindset spirals that she's ever had. Her high month brought that on. So we are in the business of variable income. And the earlier that we can learn to separate our emotion from revenue, the better we're going to be as entrepreneurs, as business owners, as head coaches, if we have people underneath us, um, just like an athlete doesn't, you know, marry their wins or their losses, neither define them. It's very unwise to marry your highest and lowest months, especially when it comes to revenue or client enrollments. 
they will happen. That is guaranteed. You're going to have some kind of spectrum of high and low months, and that's going to change over time. And ideally, that threshold um, across the board of high and low months, you know, becomes more grounded and closer together uh, over the years. And hopefully you can become more grounded as well. The next one is, what is the smallest, simplest task? This is a question I ask myself often. This is kind of back to you have what you need to start, but it applies at all stages of business, all stages, all seasons. If something feels overwhelming or too big for you, take a step back and rack your brain for the simplest task. What's the smallest or the simplest thing that you can do to start building positive momentum? What can you do right now? Do you just simply need to Google something? Maybe it's just literally like some research that needs to be done. Maybe you need to ask a friend something. That is a step. So that's what I mean when I say what's the smallest, simplest task that you can do to start building momentum when something feels really big or really overwhelming. Take a step back, do the smallest thing. Um, Next is how can this work? And this is a super, super broad question. I first heard this slightly different from Marie Forleo, the creator of B-School. Her premise was instead of writing something off as like not for you, like, oh, that would never work for me, or I'm not going to do that. Instead, ask, how might this work for me, was the premise that she was sharing from, which I really, really love. You might decide that it's not for you, but I think that it's worth putting on the table for consideration. Obviously, this is in line with my belief that everyone has options and that we only have the options we've entertained. If you wanted to spin this around, it could be like, what are my options? What are other possible options? Um, The last one is being okay with being in in the gray, in the unknown, in the figuring it out part of the process, because that is a huge piece of being an entrepreneur. No one knows what they're doing. The successful people or the people that you view as successful are the ones who were willing to just kind of figure shit out along the way. They were willing to say, I don't know, but I'm going to keep heading in this direction. They were okay being the noob to play a million roles in their business, to learn things, to learn how not to hesitate to know that there are options and ways that this can work to become problem solvers. It can be messy. It doesn't have to be perfect. And just because it's messy doesn't mean that it's not working or that it's not going to work. So the last one was a bit of a a soapbox there, but you know, be okay with uh, not always having the answers and trusting yourself to figure it out. So those are nine of my kind of biggest mindset shifts that I've seen that I've had to do myself, that I've observed through working with other entrepreneurs, that I've observed through just having colleagues and friends as online entrepreneurs. So I hope that was really helpful for you. I hope you took some kind of golden nuggets from that. If you appreciate this episode or any of my episodes, give the show five stars and a written review wherever you tune into podcast episodes. It just helps me get in front of more people and helps uh, people that would not have found me find me. So I appreciate it very much. So if you do that, if you want access to podcast listener discounts, then make sure you are on my mailing list. You can subscribe to that at anniemiller.co slash news. Until next time, I am Annie Miller and thank you so much for tuning into the Fitzpro podcast. Mm-hmm.